All right, we started a new series five weeks ago. It's already been five weeks. We're, well, we're on the sixth week, right? Sixth week, this week. And it's been t- I titled it Real Bible Faith. Real Bible Faith. Uh, as I've been saying, faith is largely misunderstood. Most, most, I mean, I would say most Christians come to faith in God and they, they, they believe in Jesus and then they stop from learning about faith after that. That's all they know about faith. They know, well, you believe in Jesus. Well, that's where we begin our life of faith. That's just the beginning. There are tons of things to learn about faith. We're covering a few things in this series about faith, right? The Bible says the just shall live by faith. If we're gonna, if we're gonna live by faith, we better know something about faith. Amen? Amen. We're, gonna, we're supposed to live by faith. We're not supposed to live by dollars, <laughs> right? We're supposed to live by faith. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> I heard this story a while back, this minister who I, I, I highly respect, and he was at a, uh, they, these rich people invited him to the horse race in Kentucky Derby, in the Kentucky Derby. And he was sitting there and they said, well, who do you think is going to win? He said, well, God already told me he's going to win. They said, oh, yeah, right, right. So he told them. And, they, and, they, and the race started. And uh, sure enough, the horse that he said was going to win, won. And they said, why didn't you go bet on that horse if God told you? He says, I don't live by the natural world. I live by faith in God. Did you hear me? He could have bet all of his money on that horse. God said, that's the horse who will win. He said, okay. And he said, I don't live like that. I live by faith. Did you hear that? He lives by faith. He doesn't need his bank account full of money because the next thing he needs, it'll be there. Hello? He doesn't need a billion dollars in the bank account because he lives by faith. Amen. Amen. That's good, isn't it? (laughs) Most of us would do what? God, who's going to? Whoa, let me go put every penny I have on that horse. Woo! I'm going to be rich tomorrow. He's like, God supplies all my need. I live by faith. I'm like, ooh, that's good. That's good. So we better know a lot about faith. Amen? And it's going to take real Bible faith to get the job done. Right? You want to get the job done for God for your life? You want to get the job done? You better understand faith. Real Bible faith. Come on. The first week we looked at how to get faith. How to get, isn't that important? How to get faith. You're like, how do you get faith? Well, Romans 10, 17 tells us very clearly. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Or some of your translations, the word of Christ. Right? We need to hear what God says. Which means we need to have ears to hear. Well, that, that, that doesn't mean we just have physical ears. That means our spiritual ears are open and we're ready to hear God's word in our heart. Which is what we're going to talk about today. Our hearts. We're going to explain that further than we have. We've, we've touched on it, but we haven't gone very far with it. So we have to hear God's word in our hearts. Right? People can sit in church for years and have no faith at all. I've seen it many times. <laughs> I'm like, Whoo, how long have you been saved? How long have you been in church? Where's your faith? You know, they, they get sick. They, they just say, I'm going to die. It's like, where's your faith? Hello? Hello? 
Why? Because if, if, if we're not listening to God's word and getting it down into our hearts, then we're not, we're not going to have any faith when we need it. One minister said this for you. I, I love this. He said, um, don't wait until you need faith to get faith. Because then it's usually too late. Did you hear me? Don't wait until you need faith to get faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right? So all of a sudden, some horrible disease comes into your life and you've got to believe God for healing. The doctors say, we can't help you. Right? That's happened to many people. Right? The doctors say, I can't help you. And so they go home and they die. Right? So that, that is not the time to start getting faith for healing. That's what we're doing. We're doing a Bible study on Tuesday about healing. There are many promises of God about being a healer. We could go through many. We could spend the next three, four hours talking about healing. The healing scriptures from the word of God. One of them being Matthew 8, 17. He healed all the sick and then that it would be fulfilled by the prophet Isaiah saying he himself, he himself, Jesus, took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. That is a scripture you need to have in your heart because then you can have faith. Hello? We, we talked about that for weeks, right? Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord that heals you. Jehovah. Jireh. No, that, is that right? <laughs> Rapha. Sorry, Rapha. Jehovah Rapha in the Hebrew. Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. Jehovah Jireh is I am the Lord that provides. So we talked about those things for weeks. Why did we talk about those things? Who God is. Because we need to have faith in our hearts that he is a provider. He is a healer. He is our king. He is our righteousness, right? We went through all those words. Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Sidkenu, Jehovah Amkadesh. It's in your song. Sarah wrote a song about that from, that from that series. So we need to know who he is. We need to have faith in our hearts. And we don't need, we should not wait until we need faith to get faith. We should be planting the word in us all the time so that it's growing and it's producing and, and, and the, the leaves are coming out, right? The branches are coming out and we're ready to believe God for anything. Whether it be health, whether it be finances, right? Whatever we need in our life, whatever need presents itself to us, we are ready to believe God. Boy, I could preach there a long time ago. That, that was just the first week. These are all on our YouTube channel if you want to go listen. So when we hear God's word with our hearts, faith comes. Faith comes when we hear it with our hearts, okay? The second week, we looked at faith is the substance, which is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We just talked about that, right? That which is eternal is not seen. So when we have faith, when we act in faith, when we pray in faith, we already have the title deed in our hands for what we prayed for, right? You have the title deed. You have the answer because faith is the substance. So in other words, you don't need the thing in your hands already, right? When we believe for a house here in Owaco, we didn't need the house in our hands. We prayed and believed, and then we already had the title deed. In other words, God has answered our prayer because we prayed according to his word and we moved with faith from our hearts. Come on. 
And then faith gives reality. It, brings, it actually brings the substance. The faith is the substance. And then soon we're going to see it with our eyes. But we don't need to see it with our eyes if we're in faith. We already have it. That was a good place for an amen. We don't need to see it with our eyes. If you pray and you have to see it, you're not believing, right? We're not believing if we, have to, we pray and then we're like, well, I sure hope God does something. I sure hope he does something. I sure, no. When we pray, we have the faith. We act in faith. We pray in faith and we receive the answer now. We're going to talk about that in a second, right? That, that, that is the next point. That was the next week. The third week we looked at faith is now. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Right? Therefore, I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have, re have received it and it will be yours. Come on, you hear that? We must see ourselves as having already received. Right? If we don't see it as already done, we didn't believe God. Did you hear me? If we don't see it as already done, we did not believe God because faith is now. Faith sees it done now when we pray. It's like James chapter 5 when it says, pray, if someone's sick, let them call the elders of the church, let them anoint them with oil, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. And if he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. That's the word of God. And so when you pray the prayer of faith, for that person, it's done now. Hello? Faith is now. Believing now gets the job done. Amen. Believing later does not get the job done. <laughs> right? We pray, then we go away, we go away, and we say, Well, I sure hope, I sure hope, I sure hope, I sure hope something happens. Well, we didn't believe anything, we just were a wishing and a hoping. And that is not faith. See why we're, we're discussing faith? Because this is where a lot of Christians live, right there. Well, I, I was wishing and I'm a hoping. If they, if they actually define what they're, they're, they're doing and they're not even in their hearts, we'll talk about that in a minute, in their minds, they're saying, I'm just a wishing and a hoping this ha happens. I prayed to God, I asked for it, but now I'm just wishing and a hoping he does something. Well, that's not faith. And you don't, you don't need to expect to receive anything. We don't need to fool ourselves. If we're wishing and hoping, we're not going to receive. <laughs> you see why we need to discuss faith a lot? Hello? <laughs> because we, a, lot, a lot of times people have no idea what faith is. Whew. The fourth week we talked about faith that speaks. And this is right before 11.24, where Jesus said, Ask and believe you receive, and you shall have it. Mark 11.23 said, For surely I say to you, this is right after he cursed the fig tree with his mouth. He cursed the fig tree with his mouth, and the fig tree died. I like figs. Very good. <laughs> he cursed the fig tree with his mouth, and they died. And he said this to the disciples. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Did you catch the Whoever. Whoever. He didn't say the wonderful Christians, the, the, the disciples, the apostles of God will say to this mountain. No, he said, whoever says to this mountain, you can be assured he was standing there pointing out the hill in Israel. I call them hills because I was there. I'm like, that's not a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how tall they are, but you know, 
thousand foot tall as a mountain. No, it's not a mountain. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. Ooh, we're going to talk about the day. Does not doubt in his heart, but believes the things which he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Ooh. Jesus lets us know if we're going to have real faith, we have to use our words. Hello? He says, don't doubt in your heart. But then he says, say. Are you catching this? Say it. Right? We have to get our believing right, our thinking right, and our speaking right. Hello? And it has to come from God's word. Okay. <laughs> Last week we talked about faith or feelings. Who remembers that one? Come on, faith or feelings? Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings of love. Here we go. <laughs> Romans 1.17 says, For in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed. Ooh, can preach right there. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Right? Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Right? We, already, we already mentioned that, right? right? We're to live by faith, not feelings. We don't get moved by feelings. Amen? Amen? We stand with faith in our hearts, knowing that we have the answer. And it has nothing to do with our feelings. Well, that, that takes a lot of people down in defeat because they, 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 have, they don't have the right feelings about it. Well, I just don't feel like God heard me. Who cares? Too bad. That's been our theme for a few weeks. Too bad, right? Who cares? We, if, if you don't feel like God heard you, that has nothing to do with faith. Yeah. Nothing to do with faith at all. Well, I just don't feel it. Nope, nope. If we have faith, we go to victory. But feelings take us down to defeat. Hallelujah. Today, the, the title is Heart Faith. Heart faith. We'll look at Romans 10.10 10 to start here. Romans 10.10. 10, we read Romans 10.9 all the time right at the end of service. Romans 10.10 10 says the same thing Romans 10.9 says, just a little differently. Romans 10.10, 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. Ooh. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There you're speaking right there, right? We just talked about speaking. There's your speaking. <laughs> But he says, with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. We're going to talk about heart faith today, right? The, it does not, the, the word heart here does not refer to our physical hearts, right? That is, that is not, you don't believe with this thing that's beaten in here, pumping blood through your body. That's not where you believe God. Hello? When it says heart, it's referring to our inward man. It's referring to our spirit, our center of our being is our spirit. See where we're going here? The center of our being is our spirit. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5.23. These are scriptures we should know. Amen? These are very important scriptures here. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now may the God of peace... Ooh, don't you love that? The God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Cleanse you completely. 
separate you completely for his work. Amen. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did you notice that? Three-part being. Spirit, soul, body. You know what we're made in the image of? What does the Bible say? You're made in the image of God. And God is a spirit. That makes us a spiritual being. First and foremost, we are a spirit. Hello? We are made in the image of God who is a spirit. He does not have a body like this. Now Jesus has a body, but he has no blood in him now. He has flesh and bone. When he came back, it says, he said, I have a body of flesh and bone. And he walked through the walls. A glorified body. We're going to have the same kind of body. Hello? Hello? We're going to have the body like Jesus has. Hallelujah. But we're made in the image of God, and God is a spirit that makes us a spirit. So this is where often, uh, often we miss it. we got to put spirit first. We need to be spirit conscious, not body conscious. And typically Christians are body conscious. Body, 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 body. And then mind, 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 mind. But we need to be spirit spirit conscious, because if we're not spirit conscious, we're not going to be in faith in our hearts. Come on. We are a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. We're just as just a glove and our soul is part of us, but it is not us. We are a spirit. Come on. This is foundational. This is foundational truth. Come on, this is, this is essential if we're going to understand faith, right? Fake faith believes with the mind. Fake faith believes with the body. Hmm. Real faith believes with the spirit, with the heart, with the inner man. As with, these are all terms that Paul uses, inner man, the inward man, the spirit, the heart. That's where we believe God. Hallelujah. So we're, we're discussing that today. We're, we're, getting, we're setting a foundation here of the spirit again, because this is not often talked about, that we are a spirit being. And we need to understand we're a spirit being. Look at John 3.3, right? You know John 3.3. John 3.3, very, very, very important scripture. Jesus answered and said to him, said to Nicodemus, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That is a, that is a life-changing scripture, right? When we understand John 3, 3. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And he's talking to Nicodemus here, right? Nicodemus was a Pharisee, if you know a little bit about it. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, which means he was a religious leader. And most of the Pharisees were against Jesus, right? <laughs> Why? Because he didn't come like they thought that he, he should come. Eh, this, you know, he's just not intellectual enough for us. He's just not educated enough for us. He didn't study under uh, Gamaliel like I did. So he should not be in the place that he is in. And we don't like what he's doing because we aren't approving of it. We don't like the way he's doing, right? So Nicodemus comes to him in the middle of the night because he wants to understand. 
He literally wants, to, he has a heart to understand. A lot of people don't have a, he, a lot of the Pharisees, no heart to understand, no soft heart at all, right? Ooh, you love it when a person